what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin! Hello, one and all! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, coming to you live from Lucy Wow's barn in Pflugerville. Now, you may know me best as Lucy Wow's sidekick, but I'm also an expert at video games. In fact, I just finished Animal Crossing a few minutes ago. I finished every single bite. Yum! The secret is to add mustard. Ha! I'm also the host of this podcast, dedicated to my favorite subject, invention. But I don't just like inventions, I was invented. That's right, every inch of me from my body made of tools to my butt that plays music like a boombox was invented and built by Lucy Wow. Now, when Lucy Wow invented me, she probably never expected that I'd eat her video games. But that's one of the most amazing things about inventing. You never know how your creation might impact the world. Like today's inventor. Ruth Handler. When Ruth invented a new kind of doll, she believed it would be successful, but she never could have dreamed that Barbie would become a social media influencer. I mean, they didn't even have social media back then. So let's take a look at how Ruth turned 11 inches of plastic into an Instagramming icon for the ages. Ruth Masco was born the daughter of Russian immigrants in Denver, Colorado in 1916. She married her high school boyfriend, Elliot Handler, and together they moved to Los Angeles. Elliot loved to make things, so rather than buy the furniture for their new home, he decided to build it himself using two brand new types of plastic, lucite and plexiglass. These new kinds of plastic were strong, easy to work with, affordable, and super cool. In fact, Elliot's furniture came out looking so cool that Ruth decided they should go into the furniture making business together. He would build the furniture and she would sell it. The handlers started their own company with a man named Harold Matson. The three of them decided to combine their last names. Maxon and Handler, and named the company Mattel. With Elliot's talent for building and Ruth's sale expertise, Mattel quickly became successful. But when a plastic ukulele fad started sweeping the nation, Ruth was inspired to risk all of that success on a new idea, plastic instruments for kids. They started with ukes, then moved to toy pianos, and from pianos, they moved into music boxes. It was these music boxes that proved that Ruth had made the right choice. They were a huge hit, and Mattel ended up selling over 20 million of them. Wow! Under Ruth's leadership, Mattel had found its specialty, toys. But Ruth was just getting started. In the early days of TV, Commercials were always made for adults. Even the toy commercials were aimed at parents instead of the children. But Ruth thought that kids could choose their own stuff. So in 1955, Ruth created the first toy commercial for kids. And my goat did it work. After seeing it, thousands of children asked their parents for a new Mattel toy. Thanks to Ruth and her invention of commercials for kids, Mattel had become one of the biggest toy makers in the country. Oh. 
After all this success, the handlers needed a vacation. So they took their two kids, Barbara and Ken, on a trip to Europe. While on this trip, Ruth saw a doll that looked like an adult woman, and she was inspired. You see, in the 1950s, society told girls they were supposed to grow up, stay home, and be moms. Because of this, the dolls made for girls were always babies, so that the little girls could practice playing mom. But Ruth thought that girls could be all sorts of things. I mean, after all, Ruth herself was a mom, and a businesswoman, and an inventor. A female business owner like Ruth may have been rare in the 50s, but she knew that the young girls she saw all around her would grow up to do all sorts of amazing things. And she thought they should have a doll to inspire them. So as soon as Ruth was back in the United States, she started working with one of Mattel's designers, Jack Ryan, to make a new kind of doll for the next generation of girls. Ruth had never designed a doll before, and Jack was famous for building missiles and planes for the military. But together, they succeeded in creating a doll like no one had ever seen before. And they named it after Ruth's daughter, Barbie. Barbie stood at 11 inches tall and was dressed for a pool party in a black and white striped one-piece swimsuit. Ruth wanted Barbie to be more than just a doll, though. She invented a biography for her. Barbie Millicent Roberts was from Willows, Wisconsin, and she worked as a teenage fashion model. Ruth thought that the Barbie doll was brilliant, but when she presented Barbie to the heads of major advertising agencies and store brands, they all thought Ruth was crazy and doomed to fail. None of them could believe that girls would want to play with a doll that didn't wear a diaper. But my goatness, were they wrong. In 1959, Mattel released Barbie to the public, and by the end of the year, over 300,000 models had flown off the shelves. Barbie was a hit. Soon, she was everywhere and doing everything, from living in a dream house to driving in a dream car with her boyfriend, Ken, named after Ruth's son. And while Barbie started out as a fashion model, she wasn't satisfied with having only one job. Just like Ruth, she wanted to try different things. Barbie became a doctor and a CEO and a firefighter and a jet pilot. From astronaut to NASCAR driver, from an American Idol winner to a presidential candidate, Barbie has gone on to have over 200 different careers. Ruth Handler was born during a time when girls weren't supposed to dream big, but Ruth went ahead and did it anyway. Whether it was making commercials or designing dolls, she literally broke the mold. Which is why when Ruth invented Barbie, she didn't only invent a toy for kids to play with, she invented a toy who had endless possibilities, just like the kids who play with it. After all, if Ruth could do it, and if Barbie can do it, you can too. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil Old Me, send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. 
Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go.